Hi everybody, just popping in before the episode to give you a heads up that the audio quality in this episode isn't that great because Zoom corrupted the audio file for David's audio, uh, which meant I had to use my backup audio for David and Natalie since it's recorded both at the same time, uh, which means that both of them came in at the same input, which means sometimes if Natalie's a little bit louder and David's a little bit quieter, then Natalie's peaking and David's a little bit hard to hear. So um, that's the workaround I have for now. So I'm very sorry, but uh, it's not too, too egregious, I don't think. So hopefully you can still enjoy it. Also, just a note, there is a video version of this podcast, so you can go watch it if you'd like. Uh, you can see Natalie's cool cat outfit she wore. Uh, so enjoy the episode, and we'll have better audio next time. Sorry. Um, should we start? Yeah. No. We should. We should. We should. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Hang on. Hang on. So, <laughs> this could be like the part before the intro. You know how like some podcast. David, you disconnected. No. <laughs> You know, some podcasts. <laughs> you know how some podcasts, you know, work. Um, okay, but like, come on, come on, come uh, on. Do you know why frozen. I did this? Why? Do you know why I did this? Because I wanted to prove to the world, don't you dare, Molly. Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. She keeps trying to chew on the cord to my ring light and is therefore almost knocking it over. Anywho, so I just wanted to prove that it is totally possible to be a human being looking like a cat and not give anyone nightmares. That's fair, it's true. It's so easy, this took me one hour. I mean, if they had done any makeup, but we'll get into that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. We just gotta wait for David to get back. Seriously, David. He's at the library. Well, I'm back. Welcome back. Hello. <clears throat> oh, so anyway, sorry about that. Hopefully it doesn't do that again. Uh, what I was saying, there's another person way down at the other end of the sidewalk. And I don't think they're recording a podcast, but if they were, that'd be cool. <laughs> Just on an iPad. Yeah, so I don't know. This is like a popular spot now. I, I pioneered it, but everyone else, everyone's doing it. Everyone's sitting on sidewalks outside the library using their devices because the library is not open. Mm-hmm. You you might want to turn your mic Welcome to this is a terrible a place bit. to live. Okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, or is this better? That's this? better. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this is a terrible place to live. In, in- Hello. In our perfect fashion, uh, it, this is a terrible intro. Um, so welcome. Hang we, on. Oh, I was happy with it. That was a great intro. <laughs> I just mean like Thank all you. the stuff leading up to it, which we'll probably cut out. But like, uh, yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been bad. Me talking about the sidewalk? That was good. You don't know what you're talking about, John. John's just putting me down. And Man. fortunately, I have Natalie here to support me. Oh, saying that my intro Thank you. We have a guest. Natalie's here. It is me, Natalie. She's dressed Hello. as a cat, but you can't see that. Okay, but they should, though. Uh, well, I can, yeah, there'll be a picture. 
Wait, how does that work? Well, I mean, I'm not going to do the full video because we never do that. But like I get for the video version. Oh, on for, YouTube, the, for the YouTube? Okay. Yeah. I can put a picture. I dress nice today. You can do a video. I don't know. Yeah, do okay, a video. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Do video. And then we could just pretend that we all just got on at the same time and they're all just saying hi. And then we'll hi. have a real and no one disconnected. No one disconnected. And no one's cat is trying anything. I'm not a, I'm not on a sidewalk. I'm in a studio with a cool like backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what these bricks are behind me. Okay, right. ma'am, you're sitting with mommy. You're sitting with mommy. I don't care. You don't get to play with don't this call is Molly. Me, ma'am. This hi, is Molly. Whoa. She decided to join us for the cats episode. Say hi, little princess. Isn't she just so cute? What? what? Huh? Oh no, David, you're breaking up again. David, you're all breaking up again. I'd be sneezing if this were in person because I'm a, uh, I don't want to break up with you again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was so rough. Yeah, I spiraled after that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I was saying is I'd be sneezing if it were in person. It wasn't worth it. I'm allergic to cats. Why they do I surround go, myself with people? <laughs> who can't enjoy cats like you and Bobby, uh, like, oh, was, we'll see. <laughs> I, was telling the, I was telling John the other day, I don't like animals that much. I don't <gasps> dislike them. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Just, we're we're going to anger some people with that, but I get it. I get not it. Not that many people listen to it. The people that listen to it know me. And they'll be like, that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, of course you that, think this is a terrible a place to animals, live. So I didn't care that much. Oh, but so you didn't have nightmares? Um, well, that's not, I didn't say that. Um, we, we didn't okay, officially, we, watched, we didn't officially say what we're talking about, but it's in the description. So they saw it, but I still feel like we should title. say we're talking about Cats, the musical, but just the 2019 movie. No, we're not what, talking about Cats. We are also talking about the original masterpiece. Okay, right. But what I'm saying is- to be acknowledged. Wait, I haven't seen it. So- wait, No, no, John, we're talking about the book. You didn't read the T.S. Eliot? <laughs> Gosh, I fucking Listen, hate you. Unprofessional. Cats is, has, and always will be my favorite <laughs> musical of all time. Oh, like I do not care. I don't care if you've got a beautiful story. I don't care if it's like, you know, you got all the great songs, <laughs> and I, I don't give a fuck. Just hit me with. It doesn't some even have, and that's it. It doesn't even, you said it doesn't matter if it has a beautiful story or even a story at all. Okay, there, there no, but you're wrong. But, you're but wrong. Cats, cats shouldn't have a story. Cats has an amazing story. Cats has an amazing story. Okay? No, and the it, it reason shouldn't. that people don't understand that is because it's a story about cats and people don't understand cats because they are highly intelligent and very complicated beings. Okay, so oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is, oh, 
Oh boy. I'm passionate about this topic. <laughs> so so I watched Cats like a week ago. Uh, David, you watched it like this week, yeah? I watched it last night. Yeah, so it's fresh on your mind. Um, Got cats on the brain. Cats on the brain. Um, the number of times that they make cat puns is disturbing. Um, oh, I thought you, when you started that sentence, I thought you were going to say the amount of times that they said jellical. They said jellicle so many times. That's because they're jellicle cats. And I never knew what it meant. I never knew what it meant. I, I just heard jellicle and I went, okay. And they never explained it. It's a word I don't that know they what happened for themselves. Well, I mean, <laughs> Amelia was saying it's supposed to sound like dear little cat. Jellicle cat, dear little cat. Yeah. That, that would be delicle, but that sounds too much like deli. Well, it's in a British accent. Dear, dear little cat. Ooh, the British accents in this movie Ooh, were so something. bad. So bad. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It, I love cats. Okay, I love cats the musical, and I consider this movie a hate crime. I it's so it bad. Crime. It's so it bad. It's so oh awful. Um, Idris it's, Elba can't do a British accent. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my dumbass was like, "I thought it was actually good." <laughs> I didn't realize that some of them were doing British accents until um, Jason Derulo comes on. Uh, but it's I, not I watched, consistent. I watched it's this movie with, with my boyfriend and he was like, why is he doing a fake British accent? Is this set yeah. in England? And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. I didn't and realize then, it was in London to like halfway through. But I was like, but isn't that Jason Derulo's talking about the River Thames? regular voice? So we looked it up and watched an interview and that's his regular oh, no. voice. He's American. But that's his regular voice. He did not use an accent. His terrible British accent is just his regular speaking yeah. voice. So that's why it sounded so, it sounded so inconsistent. Like it sounded like he like half committed to it, but then was just like, eh. He just always talks in a terrible British accent. I don't understand. I think I think that there is one recurring flaw in this movie, and it is a lack of commitment. That's it. everything boils down to a lack of commitment. Really? I. Uh, I. Yeah. I think I mean, the, the main one thing they didn't give us a butthole cut when Jason Derulo sang his song, he didn't say Jason Derulo. I know. I was so <laughs> mad. I was so mad. I was hoping that there was somewhere, maybe like even just quietly in the background, a little Jason Derulo. Okay. But did you notice that there was a moment where you expected to hear it and no one else was singing anything else? So it's like, I feel like subliminally they were trying to get us to say it in our mind so that it was still in the song, but not in the song, you know? it was like Pavlov's Jason Derulo I don't I don't remember there being a specific spot where it felt like it should be there but I do remember looking for one <laughs> like yeah no so the first time I saw this movie I was with my mom and Nicole and we like were really excited we were so excited we went and we had a girls night we like we all got little kitty cat ears and put them on we went and it was just Molly. I swear to God, don't disappoint me. Hi, David. We like, didn't realize was, you disconnected. It was I a, didn't it was hear a, any of that. I just heard laughter <laughs> and robot voices. <laughs> it was terrifying. 
<laughs> kind of like my dreams. Uh, Would you like watching cats again? <laughs> I'm glad. Like, like we were so excited for it. Like we were like ready. Okay. Like, and then just to have that. And I really tried. I really desperately tried. I was like, I, you know, it's it's okay. I mean, like, there's some problems, but, like, once I got to the end of the movie, I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, angry. I, I can't <laughs> wait until we get to talk about the VFX for this, because, <laughs> like, that's what I do, is, is 3D oh, and visual effects. And it's so exciting to me to talk about all of the terrible things they did wrong, because it's 100% an issue of the art director not giving any good direction and no QA. There was no quality control on this. Um, something I didn't realize before starting this movie is that it's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like not entirely. a live action movie. No. It's an animated movie. Yeah. And not a good one. The animation's bad. No, it's bad because <laughs> they did... It looks like something. an old video game. They did something that they should not have done, which is they purposefully shot this with no motion tracking suits and no makeup <laughs> to show how good their technology was. It was entirely to prove that they could do it. And then it proved that they couldn't. And then, it, it, well, they could. They just did it very poorly. And like the other people that did this recently was the Irishman. But in the Irishman... They did like the facial replacements yeah. without tracking because their actors could do better performances without having all that stuff on their face. But this movie replaces their entire body. The only thing that is left of their actual performance are their eyes, their nose, and their mouth. That's it. That's the, that's the entirety of what's left over. So yeah. there was no reason for them to not be in motion tracking suits, except for them to say that we did this without motion tracking suits, which is like, why the fuck would you do that? They're made for a reason. Yeah, I think. I Tom, think sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I think Tom Hooper wanted like a hook, like how for Les Mis, he was like, they sang all of it on set. It was all sung on set. It was like a big boasting point for the movie, you know? Um, even though the singing wasn't always great. Uh, but the singing in Les Mis sucks. Yeah. Um, I and mean, then <laughs> it was definitely a lot more palatable than Cats. Like, it wasn't oh, yeah. like... And, like, for a long time, I was like, yeah, it's a great movie, but I feel like that's just kind of the cultiness of, like, the musical theater crowd, where, oh, like, if there's sure. a thing that everybody likes and you don't like it, then you're, like, evil. I like the musical, like, like I just animals. really don't like the movie. Yeah, for... see, I kind of realized that I pretty much only like the movie because it's a movie. Like, the songs are, like, great or whatever. But, like, the musical itself is just kind of... and Like I said, I don't care if you've got a beautiful story. I don't care if you've got, like, a, a redemption arc. Don't listen. Give me cats in Lycra. That's all I want. <laughs> well you you did get that so <laughs> but it wasn't like rough okay okay listen okay. i wanted and like i get it i get it a lot of people are like hmm, cat is overly sexualized okay but let's not forget they didn't remove while, any of that 
Yeah, but while they didn't like do the skin tight lycra and like the like you know they diminished Jason Derulo's like junk <laughs> so that it wasn't as a but like then why would they animate human titties on a cat? I was but yes, besides yes, all that, why? Besides all that, I just wanted like that sleek, almost like wet look of the Lycra with the leg warmers and the little mittens and the little earpieces. Because that like, to me is like, if you were to turn, if a cat was to decide, I want to look like a person, that's what a cat would decide to look like. Because cats are extremely sexual. Like they just are. That's just cat psychology. They're just like, Uh. oh, I want to rub my body on you so that you know that I love you. Like, so like, if you're going to do cats and you're going to sexualize them, do it right. I mean, they made Idris Elba very buff. He took (laughs) off his jacket. Okay. Okay. Wow. There are, there are some things in this movie that make me go, what the fuck were they thinking? And they all kind of relate. Okay. And the first one is why do some cats have boobs and other cats don't? Why and why is it so obvious when the cat has boobs, right? Okay. Secondly, why are some cats wearing clothing and other cats aren't? Exactly. And then exactly. thirdly, why does one of the main characters who we've only seen in clothing show up not wearing clothing and all of a sudden it just feels like he's naked? Yes. Idris okay. Elba you know, shows so. up in like his final act and he's not wearing anything after we've seen him in this giant trench coat and it feels like he's naked. Like, I understand. Oh? Okay. You said some cats have boobs, some cats don't. Yes. Same with people. Some people have boobs, some people don't. It's the same. I don't see your problem there. All right. Right. Next one. But they're not people. Uh, (laughs) They're cats. So if they were going to have cat titties, they would have a roll of six. uh, Keep keep going. Keep going. I want to hear your next. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You said some cats were closed, some cats don't. Some cats are nudists, John, just like people. It's just like people. And then, <laughs> and then you said, uh, why is he naked at the end? Uh, because the whole point is it's, he's got he's to gotta show that he's the big cat that deserves another life. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to... He's trying to get Judy Dench all horny um, <laughs> to give him another life. No, Judy Dench only gets horny for Ian McKellen. Ooh. Ooh. She she, she stick her leggy too. out for him. Oh yeah, she, she does, did. and she does a little, uh, a little. She's like leg quiver. That hot, that real hot. <laughs> she, I mean, honestly, Ian McKellen. Seeing Ian McKellen in this movie made me so sad. Okay, but his his character is the most accurately portrayed cat. His character is the only one that looks good for the entire movie. There are some that they look okay, and you're like, okay, that's good. But then as the movie progresses, it gets worse and worse. Uh, Jason Derulo, uh, the one that actually goes to the heavyside layer, whose name I never remember. Grizabella. Okay, that's what I was gonna. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, so those two, they look good in the beginning, and then as the movie progresses, they start to get this white around their mouth, and it it's not there in the beginning, but as the movie goes on, there's this white stuff around their mouth, and it happens it's to both the of them. washing in Hollywood. No, what it is, is that whoever did makeup was really inconsistent, 
And the only parts of the face that are kept on the model are around the nose and mouth and the eyes. And what happened is they had different lighting and makeup shades around the nose and eyes. This is my theory. I don't know that this is true, but this, this is the only thing I can come up with. And so their skin is actually lighter than their character's uh, fur color. And instead of correcting it, they just left it. And so you've got white spots around everything. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like it would make sense like a cat with dark fur as they get old, they do get white around the muzzle. That is true. But then why didn't they have that consistently at the beginning? Because it's, it's all over the course of the same night. And they're not old cats. I mean, Grizabella is. Okay. But she doesn't have it at the beginning. Right, which is why I'm saying it's wrong that it wasn't at the beginning. I didn't particularly notice that fault specifically. It's like the main thing that was glaring to me is that in the first shot we see of her, she's not got that. And then in like the next time she comes in, she has it. And then the next time she comes in, it's lesser. And then the next time in the same scene, the same song where she's singing to all the cats, it cuts between more white around her mouth and less white around her mouth. Huh. That it's is weird. very obnoxious. Okay. See, that to okay, me yeah. is not the glaring issue of this movie. The glaring issue of this movie to me is the is the mapping, like the 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 mapping of like the ground on the, the walls. The sizes. No, like their feet. Oh, their feet. Like, they float. Slide. They float. They slide. They don't meet the ground. It's just so weird, and it's so like obvious. Like that was the one thing that I noticed my first time watching it. I was like, they're just. It's like they're all on like a, a hockey table, like an air hockey table. They're just sliding around. It's weird. Um, and that's something. So the, the most technically impressive part of this musical would be the dancing, right? That's like, as a performer, that's the big focal point for the whole thing. Yeah. And it makes the dancing worse because yeah. you're like distracted by the CG of it all. You're not even focusing on how impressive the dancers are. Like they're, they're well, doing yeah. a great job. I don't know. What's like, like you been, don't even pay attention. I don't know what's been actually done and what's been animated. And the stuff well, so, that has been animated is yeah, yeah. so poorly animated that it so doesn't things, feel like it yeah. actually is impressive at all. It's like, that doesn't look good. Why would I be impressed? I know that they took a lot of care because they went through the trouble of instead of picking like a Hollywood or like a list actress to play Victoria, which Victoria is one of the main crimes, but we can talk about that in a second. But okay. like they yeah, went through well, the trouble of hiring let me just say, a her professional ballerina. Yes, it is. And like, here's, here's why. And this also goes back to the Idris Elba issue, right? Like, Victoria in the musical is a white cat. So it does make sense that even though they chose a woman of color to portray her, they gave her white fur, which makes sense because that is what that is, that is, that is quintessential Victoria. But my issue is that like, even in, in the lyrics of the song, McCavity, they say McCavity's a ginger cat. Oh yeah. Yes, we noticed kind that of too. Made him like rusty brown fur, but like, like I understand whitewashing or like, Ginger washing Idris Elba can be seen as problematic. I totally understand that. So like, but then why not give him like... Uh, is David still there? I don't know. David, are you alive? Did you die? I'm back. Yeah. Hello, uh, back. Yeah. Listen, I'm sorry about all this. Uh, this it's, it's telling me your internet connection is unstable and tell you what, so am I. 
<laughs> True. True. So you can so, hear us now. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, okay. Yeah, you were talking about uh, how the the lead, she's a dancer. She's a theater dancer. Yes. So they went through the trouble of actually hiring a real ballerina to uh-huh. play a, an important dancing part. Because like in the original musical, Victoria is only singing in the chorus. She does not have any songs. She does not have any solos. She barely even gets mentioned. The only important part she plays is that she is a naive young cat and she is the one who, who initiates welcoming Grizabella back into the group. So like, that's the only important thing that she does. But like, they went to the trouble of hiring a real dancer and also for Skimbleshanks, they hired a real dancer and the, their dancing looks great, looks fine, looks amazing. But like, then why... Would you also include mediocre CGI acrobatics where you can clearly see that they're on like rigging? Yeah, there's a there's a, a shot in the very, very first song where someone jumps and they I think they did it because they were trying to make it look like how cats land lightly, where they make his fall slow as he gets closer to the ground so that he lands gently. But it but just you can literally see the harness so catch him. It looks so fake. See, yeah, it's so bad. It's so so bad. It, and like that's that's the reason why it just doesn't work as a movie. Because the whole point, the whole reason why Cats is so amazing, why it why it was such a phenomenon when it first was produced, was because you had people at the top of their game in singing, dancing gymnastics and acting like all like they were the best in their class of all of those things and that's why it is such an amazing thing to watch because when you're watching it live and you see people flying through the air and doing these incredible jumps and twists and dance and turns and like all of that it's so amazing because you're actually watching a human body do that there's no rigging there's no special effects and they're doing that while they're singing and it's perfect. And like when, when they even inc- like, they were like, oh, we filmed all the audio while we were, you know, like they did the same thing Les Mis did. But you have these people who are like pretending to be a cat jumping off a giant bed and you can hear them go. Ah, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you be like, you through all of these hoops to give you a mediocre product. You're welcome. Can we talk about Rebel Wilson's character? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So I was thinking, man, Rebel Wilson had a busy 2019. She was in four movies. She was in Cats. She was in The Hustle. She was in that one like uh, satire of like rom-coms. Remember that? I'm pretty sure that was 2018, wasn't it? Um, no, I looked it up last night. There was she, she was, was in Jojo Rabbit. Oh, she was, yeah, in, and Jojo she Rabbit. was in Jojo Rabbit. She played a cat and a Nazi in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I like Rebel Wilson, but she has to have good direction. If she doesn't have good direction, she's not funny at all. Yeah, she's not a good ad libber. Don't and you dare. What? 
Oh, you're talking to Molly. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that. What am I gonna say? <laughs> that satire one was, isn't it romantic? That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I've seen all except for that one that she was in in 2019, and she's not bad in the hustle. I've seen all of those movies. Yeah, um, she's. She's okay. I liked her in Jojo Rabbit, but yeah, there were definitely times where you could tell she was ad libbing, and it's just yeah, like. I- in Jojo Rabbit, when when she first showed up in the movie, I didn't realize she was in the movie, and I went, oh, no. She's going to ruin this <laughs> fucking movie. But then she didn't, and I was like, okay, this works. And I think it's because Taika Waititi knows how to direct people to do what oh, he wants, true. to get what he wants, right? He's a good director. But then you got Tom Hooper, whose entire directing like shtick is that he puts people in a room and films them. And then says it's authentic because I put them in the room and filmed them. And you can't do that with someone like Rebel Wilson or James Corden, for that matter. And besides that, both of their characters in this movie are like fat phobic. It's so weird. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yes. I mean, it's kind of hard to not play Bustopher Jones as fat phobic, but it, they're using and like yes at the expense of larger people they are using gluttony to describe Buster Jones is a very political character okay he basically represents the government and how it engorges itself and like they put on this really classy really like respectable refined image but behind closed doors they're literally dumpster diving and eating garbage. So Christopher Jones mm. is supposed to represent government, but yeah, I do agree that using fat phobia to do that is a little problematic. But Jenny Annie Dots, the way that she was played in the movie was just disrespectful, like just disrespectful in the original musical it is very clear that she appears to be soft and plushy and cute and cuddly but really she's a can-do woman who gets shit done and that's like it has nothing to do with her her size but her size is actually seen as like a benefit because that is not how it comes across in the movie at all oh yeah no in the movie she seems psychotic like she eats roaches I, yeah, I, no. I didn't know what the point was. In the movie, I didn't. she didn't come across as anything. She came across as an underdeveloped character with no story. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Right, John, I because, think- because they just completely ignored what makes her Jenny Annie Dots and was just like, oh, yeah, Rebel Wilson. I didn't pay to see Rebel Wilson. I paid to see Jenny fucking Annie Dots. John, I think that could have been the thesis for the whole episode when you said... In the movie, I didn't get the point. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't get the point. I was like, what the fuck is going on? In okay, the- can I explain to you the point of of the musical? Okay, and sure. And why their specific artistic choices were incorrect. And, and this is put extremely well in um, the Sideways video on why cats didn't work. Um put very, very well, but I'm just going to paraphrase. So basically you have all of the cats and they all introduce themselves and they're like, I'm me. And we're introducing ourselves because we want to get picked 
as the Jellicle choice to have an, another Jellicle life. That's the whole point of the first song is to say, we are cats. Uh, we're going to tell our stories and get elected to die. Um, and that's, that's that. And then you hear everybody's I am song you hear um, or, or somebody describing somebody else. So Monku Strap says, I, I vote for Jani Annie Dots because she's cute as button. And then you get Rum Tum Tugger who's like, Oh, I'm me and I'm cool and everybody loves me and I am quirky. And everybody's like, oh yeah, cool. And then they introduce everybody else. They like, and then you kind of get like, and then Grizabella walks in and everybody's like, uh, excuse me, who invited her? And you realize that she used to be a jellical cat, but she is no longer. And there's not really an explanation why. And then she kind of talks about I how like that. And everybody just like describes her as like, uh, she used to be kind of cute, but then we were like, ew, you're old and trash. And so then they were like, fuck off, Grizabella. And so then you meet uh, old Deuteronomy and he's like, I'm going to pick a cat. And then they're, and then Deuteronomy sings this song where he's like, oh, um, I, my, the thing that I'm looking for is someone who's lived a long life, who has lots of memories and so that, you know, because they've lived a full life and now they can have a new one. And so then you get introduced to um, Gus the theater cat and you're like, oh, maybe he's going to pick Gus the theater cat because he's old and he's got lots of stories to tell. And then you think, oh, but maybe it'll be magical Mr. Mistopheles because he just saved old Deuteronomy from a cavity. And then McCavity has no interest in the Jellicle ball whatsoever. His one goal is fuck shit up. That's it. He doesn't want to be the Jellicle choice. He doesn't care. He just wants to make everybody unhappy because he's mean like that. And then, you know, there's all this stuff happens. And then Grizabella comes out and she's like, I just want to be loved. And, and then um, what's her name? One of the cats is like, oh, that's who, that's who Deuteronomy is looking for. So then she like encourages Grizabella to come out and sing Victoria, her song. Yeah. And then, no, not Victoria. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It wasn't Victoria. Okay. Um, it was like Electra, something like that. Ooh. And, yeah. and her character, her character is basically completely removed, except it's kind of who Taylor Swift plays. But I was it's gonna just say, wrong. is it Taylor Swift's cat? Because that's the only yeah. other cat I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it's just it's just wrong. And so then I and then Victoria goes over and she goes to touch Grizabella. And all throughout the entire movie, every single time Grizabella has come out, all the young cats have been like, ooh, I'm gonna go investigate and see who this cat is. And all the older cats are like, no, don't touch it, that's gross. But then Victoria goes to touch Grizabella right after she sings her song and she touches Grizabella, which is literally what she was just begging for. She was literally just like, touch me. And then you'll give me oh, the no. happiest thing. And so oh, then Victoria no. touches her hand oh, and no. she is, and nobody stops Victoria and she is welcomed into the Jellicle ball. And then she is the Jellicle choice. And then old Deuteronomy is like, Hey, cats aren't dogs. And that's the movie. Um, so really, well, that's the play. That's not the movie. The movie isn't that at okay. all. So yeah, really, <laughs> really so really, the whole point is that it's like a little bit like when uh, a sex offender is dying and they just want to be touched Ew, that they can no. die in peace. No, <laughs> no, it's like um, 
actually, yes. Okay, it's kind of like that. <laughs> But reversed, okay? It's like a victim of sexual assault and everybody is like, well, you were a whore and that's why you were sexually assaulted. And then at the very end of their life, all the young people are like, hey, uh, she's a victim. You're all assholes. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then they fine. touch her? No. Oh. They just touch her hand. Oh, okay, well. Because again, that's how cats show that they love you is by physical touch. Cats are... Vi- Jeff Goldblum is a cat, okay? Because he's a very tactile <laughs> person, okay? Like, I am a toucher. I like to touch things, and I like to pat people's heads and give people hugs. I'm a cat. Cats just mm-hmm. want to just touch you. And so when a cat has gone years and years and years with never having physical touch from a member of their community, they're mega sad. They got the big sad. And then Victoria's like, I guess I'll touch this person. And then everybody's like, oh, okay. Stop saying it that way. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I mean, what because what other word that makes contact? Skin to Better. skin. No, that's worse. Hang on. <laughs> Grosser? Ow. There are way worse things what than is- touch. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't. I makes can't. contact oh. was all right. I was fine with that. Listen, um, just because quarantine has given us all really, really terrible issues about physical touch does not mean that touch is a bad word, okay? All this right, guys. COVID safe. Hang on. I've got a segment that I'd like to call, Let's Talk About That Cast. Whoa. It's like an yes. of cats. Oh, boy, um, the cast. All right. So we've got James Corden. We got Judy Dench. We got Jason Derulo. We got Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson, Ian McKellen, Rebel Wilson, and then some up uh, Taylor Swift. Ugh. Yep. Okay. Those are the big ones. Can we all just? I know. I know nobody said it yet, but uh-huh. that was a vanity product project for for Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift's been in a lot of movies and. They're all vanity projects. I don't know what you mean. Like, I mean, yeah, but specifically, like, she wrote the song for Victoria. They just inserted it in there, even though it it it, it oh, that, does not that make explains why any it sense. Sound that's oh, why. It, yeah, no, that's not from, and that's why it's so weird that they chose to do that because Victoria, I guess, takes the place of the cat who who welcomes Grizabella. But it doesn't make sense because she hears Grizabella talk about how, oh, I, I used to have such a happy life and now I've been rejected. And she's like, oh, you think you've got it rough? Um, I was thrown out of a car three hours ago and I'm still a kitten and I'm traumatized. Okay. But at least you have beautiful ghosts. <laughs> well, that explains the, the, I was, when that song was going on, I was like, is that Taylor Swift? It does not sound like Taylor Swift, but this sounds like a Taylor Swift song. So it could be Taylor Swift. And I was looking it up and I was like, okay, no, it's not Taylor Swift, but it sounds like Taylor Swift. It just doesn't sound like Taylor Swift singing. And I'm very confused. They finished writing that song half an hour before they did the take that's in the movie. Uh, Guys. That is how, uh, that's how, that's the lack of commitment to this production. Guys, the amount of stars that are in this movie begs the question what sort of dirt does Tom Hooper have on everyone in Hollywood? <laughs> what was going on? How did he, why are they in this? What's, what's happening? Why was this movie made? What, okay, hang on. 
so like we got we, we Hooper's filmography. So he was a stage dude. He directed some stage plays. Then he started doing some dramas. He did uh, Danish Girl. He did that uh, United one. He did uh, King's Speech. Then he, where he won his Oscar. Then he was like, now I'm going to be the musical dude. I'm going to do musicals. And everyone was like, all right, dude, cool. And then people loved Les Mis because, like you were saying earlier, the musical theater cult. And after all of that, people are like, let's see what he does next. And he's like, fucking cats. Everyone's like, all right, dude, guess so. <laughs> oh, and we can blame the greatest showman for what happened here. We can. Oh, I love to we blame can. the greatest showman. Because... Because The Greatest Showman was like the first like blockbuster musical. Okay, to but happen. don't you can't hate on The Greatest Showman for that. Like, oh yes, it was you its can. Own thing. Oh yes, you can. It, it is was an its own thing. Piece of garbage. No, what? it's not. I, I agree. freaking it love is. that. I freaking I love that I'm musical. No. Okay, no, no. and here's, it's here's, and no. here's why. Here's why. Let me explain why. It it's not a musical written for stage performance. It's a musical written for a movie, and so it works as a movie. Where all the other musicals that are made into movies don't work for it because that's not what they were written for. The Greatest Showman works. It's fun. It's got good songs. It's catchy. Yes, it's poppy, but it's it works in its format because it was written for what it is. Oh, yeah, no, my critiques for The Greatest Showman have nothing to do with the actual product. It has everything to do with the choices um, and and how it was so fake. Like, so basically their whole thing was that like, oh, we're going to bring awareness to people with different disabilities. But they hired able actors to portray disabled people, even though they could have hired. There are so many professionally trained operatic singers who have beards who are women who they could have cast to play oh, oh no okay i, I have they, problems with that they, too and i've they I actually stole the picture read a lot of, a, about of that. a real life person with an incredibly rare um incredibly rare like genetic thing and she auditioned for the role they took pictures of her face. They took video of her auditioning and they CGI'd her face onto an able-bodied person and didn't pay her and did not credit her. And they lied about it and tried to cover it up by, by saying that they cast a different person with that same genetic disease and also not paying them and then, and then continuing to lie about it. And they, they, they hired you know, like people who had like some variation, like, like, let's say like, like a little person, they hired little people, but then they CGI them to be smaller rather than hiring people, performers, professional performers to play themselves. Like they just, it's, it's an ableist piece of garbage is what it is. Like I, and, and, and they talked so much about how, oh, we're bringing awareness to the disabled community when it, when they were literally marginalizing the disabled community by representing them without paying them. Um, well, that's fair. I didn't know any of that about the one, production. Just one last thing before we get off of uh, Bastion, Greatest Showman, because uh, <laughs> I'll hop on that anytime. Um, <laughs> I've talked at length about how I don't like that movie, but uh, where's the story? No story. All right, let's go. Um, so anyway, Tom Hooper, 
He's got a little bit of cred. He did his Oscar, Oscar-winning director. Now he's a musical guy. People like the first one. So then they're like, ooh, maybe this Cats thing. So then he's able to get everyone, like people that you wouldn't even think to get. Why did he... Why did he choose Jason Derulo? I know that's such a why? weird option. Like who, why, why would you ever pick Jason Derulo to act in your movie? To be fair, Jason Derulo was, Derulo was one of the least offensive performances. Like his portrayal of Rumtum Tugger was the most accurate. Oh man. Well, I, I can't, I can't compare it to the play version, but I would say that his character was the most annoying outside of James Corden. Talking about this movie sounds ridiculous. They're like, ah, oh. and this is when Rim Tam Tam showed up, and everyone's like, oh yeah, cool. And it sounds like, okay, all right. I'm, Listen, I'm I'll upset. be honest with you. I'm upset. The original, like, so the so the version that I am the most that I have seen the most of is um, the '80s like special where they. Yeah, it's recorded. Uh, a whole bunch of cameras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that that portrayal of Rum Tum Tugger literally set the baseline for like the kind of men that I find attractive. Um, I just <laughs> like, and it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Okay, it's not my fault. Just the long legs and the lean and the like, throwing your hips around. And going, oh, man. like, no wonder I'm bisexual. No wonder. Because I've got a gorgeous man in, like, black lycra with, like, a rough and spikes and little little mittens this going, a, meow. And I'm just like. This is a stance I've never heard before. Some people are like, uh, no, sexuality is a choice. No, not only stances. Sexuality is something that happens to you when you watch cats. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And you know what? I am not ashamed to say that. And I honestly, I don't know how I could operate so many years of my life after having seen cats and being like, that is my vibe. And not knowing that I was attracted to men and women. Like. And cats. Okay. No. <laughs> I have a deep reverence for cats. Okay. okay. Don't, don't get it twisted. I I worship cats like a religion, okay? Like uh, that movie uh, Thomasina. I thought of Thomasina a few times during this. <laughs> you have, yeah. I yeah. haven't. What is that? I talked. I told John about this, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned. I it, think it was on the "So Bad It's Good" episode. But it might well, have been something else. It wasn't good, so I don't know why it would have been on that episode. Um, it's like an old Disney movie uh, about a girl who ha- like gets a cat that like finds her, but then it like chooses her. But it's all from like the cat's perspective, and it has like cat narration. Um, eventually, the cat dies, then goes to the Egyptian afterlife, and the goddess Bast reincarnates her, and. Then she's hanging out with like this lady that everyone thinks is a witch who lives out in the woods, but she isn't a witch, but like everyone hates her because of it. And I think it's set in Scotland maybe because they play bagpipes at one point. Um, and then, Why do I feel like I've heard this, but in a book form? It might've been a book. I don't know. 
my mother and sisters watched this a lot when I was little. Uh, it was annoying. Um, there's a bunch of kids who they try and have like a funeral for her, but then like they start seeing her around. They're like, wait, is that, is that Thomasina? And then there's like a traveling circus that tries to like steal one of the kids, I think. Um, and there's a bear. Um, <laughs> there's a bear. Yeah. Anyway, I was reminded of it. This is a cat thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think I actually I read, read um, that, but it's reincarnation. That we talked about it on the the problematic okay. uh, problematic uh, franchises from our childhood episode. Um, huh. Oh, yeah. why do what, what was going on in that one? Oh, they were yeah, they were rude. Uh, yeah, they had some traveler stereotypes, I guess. I don't know. I think it was um, just because it was weird to you that there was like uh, Egyptian uh, afterlife in your Catholic home. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my mom was weirdly fine with that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, there can be the argument Interesting. The fact that, you know, Christianity and Catholicism basically just ripped off of everybody else's religion. But I mean, we're not getting political here. Um, so, uh, where, where, oh yeah, yeah. There, there's a, there's a, there's a crazy cast and this crazy cat. Yes. Um, <laughs> I also do want to talk about Idris Elba and, and, oh, and the directing choices. Let's talk about him. Okay. Um, hang on, hang on, Andrew's hang on. Elba. He can just disappear. I didn't know that whenever he showed up at first. And then he just He's started disappearing. To. He's not supposed to. And then I was like, whoa, is he the only one that can do this? And then later other people can do it. And I was like, whoa, wait, hang on. Mr. Mistopheles, you can disappear too? And then, wait, he can make people appear? I don't know what's happening. No, no, and that effect, no, so no. It's such a bad no. effect. It's so bad. And it's so, and I just don't, I can't under, like make it make sense because here's the, the thing. The effect isn't bad. The effect is cheap. The effect magical is bad Mr. because of how expensive it is. is special because he's magical. Mr. Mistopheles. McCavity is not magical. He's supposed to be like this mastermind criminal who's just really good at getting away with things. Like his soul, whole song is about how, he commits all these crimes and everybody knows that it's him, but he, you'll never catch him because he's so quick and clever. He's not there. Yeah, but he's it's not, not because he can go meow. Like, no. Uh, it's so no. weird to me that, that he says meow and then is gone. I hate that goes, so much. He goes, meow. No. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Like, why? No, it's. He, imagine, just, imagine Idris Elba's, imagine Idris Elba's agent coming up to him, being like, "Okay, so you didn't get James Bond. However, <laughs> you got something that we think might be up your alley." James Bond, <laughs> but a cat, like an alley cat, almost. <laughs> and it's, it just doesn't. Have you well, seen Into Idris the Spider Verse that Nicolas Cage role? We want you to do that. <laughs> If they had, if they had told Idris Elba to act like Idris Elba, but to just throw a little bit of cat in there, it would have been perfect. Okay, because McCavity is like dark and mysterious and like evil, perfect. not goofy. He's not a goofy <laughs> animated the of, villain. The, the number of times that they use "cat got your tongue" or <laughs> "perfect" or. Um, 
Uh, oh, there's there's so many meow in different things. Or meow. <laughs> it's so egregiously bad, <laughs> terrible writing, and I'm sure that's uh, not Andrew Lloyd Webber's fault. No, no, it, it, there is <laughs> practically no dialogue. Yeah, I was assuming. Um, like it. Yeah, because the main character doesn't speak until like forty minutes into the movie. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, she talks. Yeah. Wait, which one? Victoria. Victor- Victoria is not the main character. I, I tried, she is the main character of the movie, though. She was of the movie. She is the main character, and she didn't speak until forty minutes in. Yeah, and it was crazy. Also, she's the ugliest uh, looking designed cat. I would disagree. I mean, listen. Here's the issue, okay? Because this her head this, is this, so disproportional. This is how the cat should have looked. It should have looked like a triangle. But instead, they did... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, what? That doesn't even look kind of like a cat. This is a cat. It's um, for, for, for audio, since most of this is audio only, Natalie's moving her ears closer together on her head <laughs> and, and farther away because she's wearing cat ears that move. Yeah, I'm also wearing Not sparkly tights ears. and a skirt, and this is a leotard, okay? If you thought I wouldn't commit to this. I I wasn't thinking about it at all. That uh, It wasn't yeah, a we, doubt. We it was didn't. just a not thought. Yeah. That's like my whole life. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> Back to Idris Elba briefly. So anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I had some thought about Idris Elba in this movie, and I'm I'm blanking on it. Uh, okay. His eyes look bad? I mean, They're everything so about him looks bad. Yeah. Except yeah. his buff muscles, he looks jacked. Oh, but also he can't <laughs> dance. Like, that's, I think, the first time I've seen someone... <laughs> who's a worse dancer than Taylor Swift. Like, that's the only time that I've seen Taylor Swift not be the worst dancer on a stage. Only time. Oh, I was going to say, it's, it's very clear fire. that McCavity is supposed to be the, the stereotypical, um, like, Tom, Tom cat. Like, a, a, an orange cat that just really likes to fight other cats like yeah it's it's a it's a typical garfield okay like garfield's a, a bitchy cat and and it's it's normal for people to know this like stereotypical orange cat that doesn't get along with other cats and fights them and then disappears off into the woods right like that's a, a typical stray cat but he doesn't act that way at all everyone's just kind of like oh he's there let's not talk to him and then he just kind of goes I'm evil. <laughs> and he's not even orange. He's like brown. Yeah, he's with... like rust colored, which and, and, I guess his, his color movie... changes. I mean, let's let's be fair. Brown is just dark orange, okay? But like I mean, I can see that there's like a red tint in it, but like he's not a ginger cat. Right. He's supposed to be a ginger cat. Um so in his song, they sing about how he's done every human crime. I uh-huh. want to watch that movie. I want to watch him commit. 
I want to, I want to see the cabinet yeah, committing tax pop. fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want to see him drop a moose out of an airplane in whatever state you can't drop a moose out of an airplane. It's a live okay? moose. Dead moose but, is fine. Yeah. But that also I'll, means that he has committed every human crime. So that includes necrophilia. Bestiality, but it's okay. It's the cat. <laughs> Wait, no. Not if it's not oh. with another cat. Oh, he was fucked by a human. Ooh. I don't like this conversation <laughs> no, anymore. No, no, no. He fucked a human. He was not the victim. He was the Oh, yeah, he, he, committed, he committed the crime. Can you imagine what poor I mean, dogs, hang on. Dogs do that all the time, and we let them off the hook. And I know a cat is not a dog, but in this circumstance, it's one-to-one. Look, I'm just going to say right Listen, now. Listen, the only appropriate victim for that particular crime is Shane Dawson. Let's flip the thing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the sequel to the death of Dick Long. Oh my God, no. I just want to see Shane Dawson do a documentary about how he's overcome being victimized by a cat played by Idris Elba. I just want to see a movie where Idris Elba is the only character that is a cat and everyone else is a human (laughs) and he's the size of a cat and he's walking around like murdering people and like robbing banks and shit the size of a cat but still anthropomorphic but it's not like like, it's not like a real cat that has that has no 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 no. it's his character from cats smaller looking kind of like a cat but the worst version of a cat it's his character from cats but just next to a human that is the proportionate size and he's just walking around committing crimes it's it's the it's the edgy it's the edgy reboot of Stuart Little. Um, um, also, hang on, can we talk about the scale of this movie? The scale, the scale like, changes a lot. Well, you're like, whoa, these are some big cats. You're like, these cats are very small. Yeah, I thought wasn't it compared to like I guess what they compared it to was that lion. So those cats compared to that lion, which is a real statue. Yeah. Would have been three and a half feet tall. <laughs> Standing up. So they would have been the size of a dog. Yeah, that's that's really And tall. they're not a dog. They're not dogs. That's the moral of the story. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh. Rebel Wilson's character has a collar. Uh-huh. And in that final scene, there's a shot of her with the collar. They go to the people on the the statue of the lion. And then they cut back to a shot with her, and she's not wearing the collar anymore. It's just gone. It's just gone. Huh. I need to take a, took a it. brief it recess for just a moment. If you will give me just a minute. All right. I love recess. You can have some recess. John, we're going to keep talking about some stuff because we got to we gotta keep talking. Yes. All right. Um, we'll save James Corden talk for a little bit later. Oh, boy. Um. Yeah, Ian McKellen being in this movie made me so upset. But um, he's actually decent. Like his part's not no, bad. See, it well, no, it made me feel bad that he's in this movie because he deserves better. You know, that's fair. Like I don't care that Jason Derulo's in this movie. Who cares? Taylor Swift, do what you want. You know, but I honestly don't care that Judy Dench is in this movie either. I don't care that Judy Dench is in this movie, but like hearing the voice of. Gandalf come out of a sad cat makes me 
so upset. <laughs> I I didn't mind it so much. I thought that he, I thought that he understood the characters, and like maybe he understood like the musical and liked it and knew what was going on enough for it to not be super sad. Like, and his character design is um, one of the best ones. Something that I thought while watching the movie that I'll bring up now, because why not? Uh, old Denturonomy. I thought that. <laughs> the the scene on the boat was my least favorite scene oh, when James gosh. Corden vomited on someone. He did that. I forgot. Yeah, he he like puked up a hairball on someone to get off that boat, and right after Rebel Wilson took off her skin and had okay, clothes yeah. underneath. Okay, that's I keep, I keep forgetting to mention that Rebel Wilson's like weird zipper skin. Which is take it's stolen from uh, Looney Tunes back in action. That's uh, yes, but like also, what the fuck? And also, I guess like Mission Impossible, you know, like the uh, take off the <laughs> face and you've got another face underneath. Okay, but why is she wearing a bikini over her body underneath of her body? It's the same yeah. body. No, she she saw Looney Tunes back in action. She liked it and she thought, I'm gonna do that. And then she did. And that. That's fine. I mean, I guess good for her. But we're but, talking about but, Natalie. We're talking about how uh, uh, Rebel Wilson takes off her skin, and then she has another skin underneath it. And oh, she yeah. stole that from Looney Tunes back in action when uh, Bugs Bunny does that. And then underneath, he's Michael Jordan, and then he's Martin Short, and then he's. Bugs Bunny again? No, he's like he changes a lot into lots. So of- actually, so actually, that's that's incorrect. They, she, that's actually from the original show. Why? She takes the orig- off- yeah. So in the original show, she's wearing this. It's so cute. It's so cute. Okay, so she's wearing like this. It kind of looks like kind of suede, but like really like um. So it's like hoops, you know, like those like Chinese paper lanterns. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, well, it's yeah. like rings it's like circles and they can kind of like bungee a little bit so uh-huh. it's that but it, it, it and it's round and it's like you know totally covered in like fur and she's and it kind of looks like a coat but then they do like a whole like tap dance sequence and they take it off her she steps out of it and she's in this like uh kind of fringy sparkly kind of tiger and leopard striped um jazz number um so it's like she's like taking off her out her outer coat, and and I thought I she don't. So it's like it's basically like she looks like she's fat and round, but it's just that she's super fluffy, and underneath all that fluff, she's like a can-do flapjack woman. That makes more sense than in the movie. I feel like they don't really. It, there's no reason for it to happen. I'm very confused. There, as there to is why no it, reason. I there's thought no she reason. killed. I thought she killed another cat who's wearing her skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a valid a valid idea okay um, i wouldn't put it past them i like to think that either two things one of two things happened uh when they decided to do that this is before having heard that it was from the musical i thought either they'd seen looney tunes back in action and they're like that that's gonna be in our movie um or taylor swift was on set and she was like hey have y'all did y'all see that video that i did for uh the song where it's like you should have said no and i was wearing like the baggy like 
the sweatpants and like the, the sweatshirt. And then I took it off and I had a dress underneath. I want y'all to do that. And then Tom Hooper was like, we're contractually obligated to do what you say. And <laughs> I suspect that that has a lot to do with why this movie is terrible. Okay. But uh, I don't want to brag too much on like Taylor Swift because she does understand music videos. She, her music yes. video for the man is really good. It's really well done. She directed that. Um, and it's, she's it's, ripping off the killers. They have a song called the man first. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really well done. It's really, really good. And and I think that she understands music videos. But yeah. the problem I have with most musicals that have come out in like the last three to four years is that they try to be music number, like music videos yeah. strung together. Yeah. And it's The Greatest Showman awkward. doesn't do that though. No, The Greatest Showman does that. <laughs> It was no, my my it was my uh, my complaint when walking out of that movie was that it felt like a bunch of music videos strung together. Yeah, I I I that that does make sense. That I agree with that. It, okay. It's just weird, and also like it really feels like that when she, when with her part when she comes down with the catnip and it's like. Oh yeah, that's just uh, first of all just a chemical misunderstanding of how catnip works. Okay. I don't have any understanding of how catnip works, to be honest. I'll be happy. Catnip <laughs> works by exciting the cats and they go into a temporary state of hyper excitement. It's kind of like they drop acid for a little bit. They can see everything a whole lot clearer and they're able to like be stimulated by things that would not normally interest them. So they'll play with things and they'll jump around and they'll get all their energy out and then they can take a nice fat nap because what cats, when cats are unhappy, it's because they can't express all the pent up just anxiety in their body. So they have to get all of that out and, and get all their energy out. And then they can take a nice relaxing nap and then you have a happy cat. So putting catnip on a group of cats that are in the middle of a cat orgy would do the opposite <laughs> of putting them to sleep. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest, you, I didn't fully opposite. realize that's what had happened. Um, <laughs> I I was like spaced out for most of this movie, just like, whoa, what's happening? I didn't I even what, mention the fact that Jason Derulo randomly gets shoes at one point. <laughs> yeah, he just randomly has shoes in the in the ball when they when they're in the ball and he's dancing for Deuteronomy. Um, okay, so going into this movie, I knew nothing. I didn't know any, well, that, I knew nothing about this movie. I knew some things. I, I, I mean, being, being I was a friends baby, with like 17-year-old me, you were subjected to a lot of listening to cats if you were in my presence. I don't remember that. I don't remember the cats. Yeah, that's what trauma does. You block it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember you ever playing cats for me. I just remember you what? telling me that you love cats. I, I think, yeah, we were all aware that the cats was around, but like, you were very nice about it. You didn't force it upon us. I uh, didn't because you didn't deserve it. <laughs> is that a wait? Hang on. Was that a dig on me or was that? Uh, yeah, like, I can't tell if that's like no, a you don't I, deserve it or it's like you don't deserve it. it. Like like you that's wouldn't appreciate evil. it, so you you were undeserving of the glory of knowing that. Okay. Um, well, this feels like a personal attack. Uh, <laughs> it is. Okay. Uh, so. 
going in, I didn't know what this musical was. Um, and I guess I still don't because I saw the movie. Um, but I didn't realize it was basically Britain's cat talent. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Britain's um, cat and and oh. per the usual, the one with the sobbiest story won. Yeah, um, gotta say, none of their numbers were good. I don't think Simon Cowell would have been having it. Simon okay, Cowell no. would have been like, "Get out Gimble of here!" Shanks <laughs> is a fucking. Bot. I was trying to remember his name. Skimble Shanks is good. His song is good. Oh. I like his song. Wait, hang on. Is he? Is the he railway the, cat. The railway Skimble cat. I hated Shanks that. The Ooh, I, railway cat. I hated that transition. Hang on. We got to <clears> talk <throat> about the transition there. Where it was just like, wow, now they're on railroad tracks. How did they get there? Okay, yeah, Why is the it visuals old Deuteronomy here? Um, oh, while you were gone, Natalie, I said old Deuteronomy, and I thought it was really funny. <laughs> 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 Wait, I have a question. Uh-huh. Why is old Deuteronomy not the cat that gets to go to the heavy side layer? Because it's Deuteronomy's responsibility to make that choice. So what you're saying um, they, is Deuteronomy is the one who gets to kill the cat that dies. Deuteronomy is like the perfect uh, like ruler or governor because everything that Deuteronomy does does not serve him or herself. Um, okay. Everything that Deuteronomy does serves her, her, her constituents, which is what a leader should do. It is old Deuteronomy, the same Deuteronomy from the Bible because... She is very old, so it could be. No. Okay. I just had to ask. Um, uh, it's just, it's just. Listen, the naming of cats is. They yeah, it's a name. We don't. It's need a to name talk that's it. deep inside themselves. We know. We, get it. we know. We get it. Yeah. There's three names. Uh, we only heard two for every cat, but there are three names. We get it. There's it a third the family name. There's because we're people. There's their family name. There's the name that they choose for themselves, their real name. And then there is their true name. Okay. And that is the name that, Ooh. that, that they, they keep to themselves. That is, that is, that is their soul's name. I've got that too. I got a true name. Uh, y'all won't get to hear it. Then why okay. mention it? <laughs> <laughs> the closest y'all thing y'all don't get to the, the closest thing I have to a true name is my persona's name, but that's not. I don't. That's not true name. That's just the one I chose for. That's that. your chosen name. I don't know. That's weird. You know. Uh, uh, no, uh, I don't like it. It's confusing. My chosen name is Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what? My chosen name is Chunder Queen. I, I just chose Phil just now, if you couldn't tell. I yeah, uh, could. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but what is my true name? Don't tell us. You can't. Huh. The birds in the background are a nice Man, bunch. I just found out how to occupy <laughs> so much of my time. <laughs> Coming up with your oh. true cat name? No, my true, true name. Your tr- As I oh. said, my, tr- my, my chosen name is Chunder Queen. Uh-huh. So then, what wait, is hang on. my true name? Okay. 
There's so much lore that I don't think matters at all. They, so much of this movie is just explaining things that I'm not going to remember. And it's just like, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> but speaking of skimble shakes, let's talk about <laughs> yes. the good parts of this movie. Mm. Okay, um, Skimble Shanks is a pretty good song. It's a good. Song. Yes, um, Jennifer Hudson's performance of Memory was really, really good, really fantastic. Of all the songs, that one was a bit of a banger. That one was pretty good. Um, it's okay. I wasn't a fan. I really like Ian McKellen's part in this. I think he's. Oh, I think he's yeah. the best designed cat, and I think he has the most. I think he put the most into actually trying to play a, a decent character. Whereas everyone I mean, else was like, not let's trying never to forget that one little clip where he goes, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just He's my cute. favorite part. I like it. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I, and it's like, that's really the only, like, three good things about this movie. Grizabella, Skimble Shanks, and Gus the Theater Cat. Yeah. Gamble Shanks the, the railway. Railway. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so good. It's the only song it, I remember. The, well, well, you don't remember. Never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mister Mistopheles. No. Nope. Yes, but I mean, I don't the remember way the, tune. They, the way that they paced that song was just stupid. It was like it was a boss just, fight in a video game. So like he's gonna fail three times, but then he's gonna get it the last time. And also, this is why I take so much issue with like different choices of how they changed the story. Like, why on earth did they have like a little romance between Victoria and Magical Mister Mistopheles? Everybody knows that it's a bromance between Rum Tum Tugger and Magical Mister Mistopheles. Yeah, there there was the moment where they almost kissed. And then I thought, wait, but it's what? Just, what? No, no. Oh, the, no. in the final scene when they're but when they, she's giving her the cats are not dog speech and they're like uh-huh. singing on top for of the five lion, minutes for five <laughs> minutes when they're singing on top of the lion, you can see the guy who plays magical Mr. Mistopheles look over to make sure that they're still supposed to be doing the thing. And then he looks back like we're still here and he's like listening to her talk and he's like, he's doing the theater kid thing of trying to make it look like he's very focused on the conversation. And it's so funny. If you just watch his face, it is so funny how terribly hard he's having focusing on what's going on. Are you sure you're not mistaking monkey strap? Because that's who I'm always watching at that. Cause I, I've seen they this both movie. Do it. They both do it five times <laughs> by choice. They both do it. Uh, because I hate myself and because I hate myself and also one time because I was on acid and that was a fucking trip. Um, so, okay. So I struggled to get through it yesterday. The only reason that I was able to finish it was because I knew I had to do it for today. I was like, I'm going to push through. I'm going to be a, a gosh darn hero. And, <laughs> and I did it. And it, was a, it took monumental amounts of effort. Um, it was the most boring movie I've ever watched all the way through. Yeah, I've chosen to watch it five times. 
It was it was fun to make fun of while watching. Well, it. see, I was watching it alone. I, yeah, I couldn't don't do that. Riff on it to people. See, even if I'm by myself, I've still got Ambrosia and Molly. And if I've smoked enough, I'll be like, ah, you look good at this shit. Ooh. Like, <laughs> it's really enjoyable under the right circumstances. Oh, Molly's it's your cat. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, not Molly. Okay. Uh, I, thought meant, I thought you meant Molly. <laughs> oh, but I should go. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> so, anyway. It's time for another segment. It's called Let's Make Fun of James Corden. Don't hate James Corden. Uh, James Corden is a hate crime. He's the worst part of every movie he's in. No, he's in my favorite movie, Begin Again. And I I honestly, if if I were to choose a late night host that I would just consistently... Choose, it's James Corden. Not Conan? No. Conan's the best, obviously. Conan's or even, voice. Or even friggin' John Oliver. Like, like oh, okay, John Oliver John is pretty Oliver good. is fine, but like sometimes I just, I, he takes everything. Like, I, I just don't want, it's, there's so much information and he goes through it so I'd quickly. Even, I'd so even choose indefinite. Jimmy Fallon over James Corden. Really? I would too. I would too. If someone like says it. that their favorite late night host is Jimmy Fallon, I want to punch them in the face. Oh yeah, me too. Like I don't, I don't have a favorite late night talk show host. I hate all of them. I, I like Jimmy Fallon is the most bearable. No, 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 no. Jimmy Fallon is the least bearable. No, okay? Jimmy Kimmel I, is the least bearable. Jimmy Kill, Jimmy Kimmel is way more bearable than Jimmy Fallon. No, fuck no. Uh, absolutely. First of all, a, first of all, first of all, first of all, I like James Corden because of his interactions with everybody on set. Like, especially with the way that, like, you know, they have to film in quarantine. He makes a point to address everybody, even like, like cameramen, the directors, the writers who are just observing. Like, it's not like the whole, oh, they don't exist, pretend they don't exist. It's like, hey, we're all here. Let's all talk about it. You're my audience. I'm talking to you. I am performing for you guys. Like, and the way that he interacts with everybody on his team, it's just really nice. And it's really refreshing. I think that the thing that I don't like about James Corden and Jimmy Fallon is they don't seem like they're actually nice. They seem like they're acting nice. It seems like a big performance. No, I actually think that both Jimmy Fallon and James Corden are actually nice people. I don't. That's the I vibe I get from them. I don't, I don't get it. that vibe from Conan. And well, I see, don't. Okay, see, I think the thing is Conan, he doesn't try to act like really earnest, which I appreciate. It's a very like cynical. But he's so neurotic. Like, like yes, know. it's funny, funny. And yes, I enjoy Conan, but. There's just so much. I like his show specifically because he has really good taste in stand-up comedians. So he has so many like people that I like on. That's that's true. He he really does understand stand-up. I I would say does. As far as like comedy goes, Conan's probably one of the funniest. But as like personalities go, I don't really appreciate Conan very much. Um, Yeah. But like James Corden. I think he's probably a nice guy in real life. I think he's probably a very genuine person. 
I just really fucking hate everything I've ever seen him in. Just oh, he's with a, a passion. horrible actor. Horrible. And like he, he just plays, plays himself and everything. But look, let me plays, tell you why I got it. This is the real reason why I've got a soft spot. He plays like a caricature. It's because he looks like my dad and he acts like my dad. <laughs> and I just want to believe that my dad is a late night talk show host. Okay? And you can't tell me I'm wrong. He does not look like your father. He does. He doesn't. He does. They both have kind eyes and little button noses and nice smiles. Uh, So when we were briefly talking about this last night before I shut it down, I made the statement that I hate him for ruining Peter Rabbit because Peter Rabbit was a big part of my childhood. We'd watch like the old animated Beatrix mm-hmm. Potter. We'd yeah, read the same. books. Um, and then like he just ruined like the spirit of Beatrix Potter and made it into like this. Well, I, I don't I blame him entirely. It was the director as well. But like I associate him with that horrible movie and like like this is disrespectful to like Beatrix Potter's legacy in a way, you know, I don't know. It made me upset watching that movie with my sister, but she loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. Um, I enjoyed it. And I watched it as a, as an adult by myself, by choice. There was not a child there. I watched it for fun, but I, I will say that probably a lot of it was just like all of the times that daddy Gleason would like grab one of the animals and like throttle it. Daddy Gleason. Ooh, the Daddy Gleason would be Brendan Gleason, their father. No, no, no. no. Oh gosh, no, no. Uh, you cannot. Like, have you ever you, seen those TikToks where they're, like, where they're like, where they're like, what's Gleason wrong with me? Hot. I, you're gonna tell me he's not. He's not. Oh, also, uh, I was respectfully. Told... Shut the fuck up. He is was... gorgeous. I was told that his, his name is Donald Gleason when I was in Ireland. They said, you're saying it wrong. It's Donald Gleason. And I said, okay. No, it's Daddy Gleason. <laughs> I guess you're it's not that saying one... Donald wrong. <laughs> it's that one ginger fucker that's in oh. everything. He, okay. And he's good. He's, a, he's really good in About Time. So good. He's really good in Oh, I love that movie. Um, Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah, um, he's okay. He's not great in Star Wars. I will say that he's fine. He's good in Harry Potter. Um, he's what else is he in? I'm just here to glare at you. He's fine in Ex Machina, but he's not hot in Ex Machina. Okay, Ex Machina. The cast is doing great things all the way around. Oscar okay, Isaac, like, Donald Gleason, Alex, okay, Alicia Vikander. They're all doing great. Yeah, stick yeah. them in Star Wars, and they're not anymore. That's because the directors and the writers of the new Star Wars movies um, committed. Yeah, uh, Oscar a, a, a Isaac is talented. He's I like good Oscar with Isaac. The, uh, the Coen Brothers in and some yeah, things. Okay. He's fine in Lewin um, Davis. Um, oh no, he's great in that. Don't even. Um, well, that's what I said. He's fine. And trying to spell his name to look up his. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, I haven't seen Mother, which he is in. That's he on my list. Brooklyn. I haven't seen it. He was good in Brooklyn, hitting on uh, Sorsha Ronan. Oh, he was in this. He was in this show that I watched Black with Man. that other chick who's also gorgeous. Where they get on a train. 
Ooh, he's in The Little Stranger, directed by Lenny Abramson, who did Room. He was in an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. He was the Groa Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, he was in a few on Stupid Jester, which wasn't great, but it was pretty good. And he was really good in it. Um, He's an American Made? What? Who haven't is he seen an it. American Made? I like American Made. It's a good movie. Oh, I have to plug my phone in. I don't have maids because I'm not rich like you, John. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just wanted to berate John for not liking Donald Gleason. He's a good actor. Um, I, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just don't particularly care for him. He's all right. And also, I don't think he's hot. That's the main thing. Not hot. Don't get it. That's out of my wheelhouse. That's for y'all to discuss. Yeah, well. Hmm. I don't even have a wheelhouse, to be honest. Okay. What is a wheelhouse? Listen. 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 What's a wheelhouse? Glisten. It's a house with wheels. Okay, and I have to take my headphones off because I have to plug my phone in because why did they get rid of the headphone jack? I don't know. Your house with wheels is just a camper. Listen. Yes? There is something about... A man that is stretched out and stretched out and just a long skinny noodle man. Quit hitting on me with. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, do you want me to say I think you're ugly or do you want me to say that? Yes, you do fit into the parameters of what I would consider my type for men. Please don't comment on my appearance. I'm uncomfortable. Listen, I don't think you're ugly, David. I don't think you're ugly. I told you not to comment. Wow. (laughs) And I don't don't know what to do, okay? You're not my dad. Oh, did you? Anything that I'm saying is a cat call because I am a cat. So Um, hang on. Uh, Did we talk about uh, uh, Ian McKellen getting cat called that he just casually brought up in there? And then I was like, whoa, Ian McKellen's getting cat called? Four times. Was it four times? It was a lot. I don't I know mean, what you're talking about. He can still get at it. At the end of his song, at the end of his song, he talks about all the cat calls that he got. It was accolades for his show. Yeah. Um, but they were cat calls. And there were, I thought, oh no, Ian McKellen, poor guy. Sorry you had to go through that. Uh, yeah, actually, cat calling Ian McKellen. Ethan gets sexually harassed while he's working way more than I've ever been sexually harassed. Like ever, like once a week, once every two weeks, Ethan will come home and be like, well, another man offered instead of paying me to, to go behind deer and receive oh, uh, stuff. Oh, Daniel, uh, just so you know, cause you're the only one who listens, who doesn't know Natalie. Um, Ethan is Natalie's husband. Yes. Yes. So, that so is there you go, Daniel. Good. Uh, to remember that we might have uh, people listening to this who don't know us. Yes, that is true. And I just you other, assume that everyone worships me, so I mean. And all you other strangers, just so you know, Ethan's Natalie's husband. Yeah, that is true. For, for our one, for our one listener head. in South Korea. Wasn't, weren't there people in India that were listening? Mm-hmm. We have people all over, and by people, I mean one person in different countries. That I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> we're like that one song. Uh, 
area codes by ludicrous. We got people all over. Well, all these- I mean, I did tell my dad that I was going to be on a podcast. My dad really loves podcasts. So my dad will listen to this. Cool. Oh, hi, Mr. Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, dad, I do think you look like James Corden and I consider that a good thing. I don't think you look like James Corden and I also consider that a good thing. I can say it a little bit. (laughs) Respectfully, I am your daughter. So therefore my opinion holds more importance and validity. All right. Okay. So we, we've trash talked James Corden. We've talked about whether or not we think Donald Gleason is hot. He is. We, we've talked, I think we've covered all the important stuff. Really what it comes down to at the end of the day is a cat isn't a dog. Yeah, and, a cat is not a dog. And I didn't think that beforehand, but now hey, I definitely hey guys, don't think that. Because Judy I think Dench you're missing the point. If I... <laughs> I think you're missing the point. And the point is that a cat is not a dog. Can we yeah. just get that into your dumb skull, oh, please? I was confused. I thought a but, cat but, was but, a dog. Look first, me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes first, and repeat after me. A cat is not a dog. A Thank do- you. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, but first, your uh-huh. memory, I'll jog and say a cat uh-huh. is not a dog. See, I keep seeing these cats uh, running around uh, where uh, Natalie's screen, and I'm like, man, those are some bad dogs. And then no. little did I know, they're not dogs. Whoa. <laughs> I actually thought that Molly and Ambrosia would make more of an appearance. Uh-huh. Um, Molly, uh, actually, a- Ambrosia has wings because she's an angel. Um, I got her some wings. They're meant for a dog, but they were on clearance. So I got them. Natalie, isn't Natalie, you're forgetting that a cat is not a dog. Isn't, but they didn't say cats aren't angels. Is an angel a dog, though? No, no. Cats don't, talk, dogs don't go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. That's the name of the movie. Don Bluth well, told me so. Actually, yeah. And all cats go to Don heaven. Don Bluth so told you be, the name of the movie was I'm All Dogs Go to, to Heaven? Sitting I mean, at Lucifer's grand feast with all of the cats in the universe around me. And I'm so glad I'm not going to heaven. I'm just going to be in hell with a whole bunch of cats and it's going to be glorious. I can't, I can't hear half of what you guys say, to be honest, because my internet keeps breaking up. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm <okay>. just guessing. <laughs> she said she's happy to go to hell to be with cats. Yeah. Yeah. Cause oh. dogs go to heaven, cats go to hell. So I'm going to hell with all the cats. And I'm excited. about Hedgehogs go to purgatory. Um, that's what the catechism says. So on that note, let's get into the rankings. What, 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 what? <laughs> okay, so and Natalie, I don't know if, if you... Uh, Got around to the hearing ones where we started doing the rating system or not. Yes, I know. I did. Yeah. So then you're aware, um, just to clarify, we are rating the movie, not the musical, uh, since n- neither David or I, or I have experience with the musical. Um, well, y'all are rating the movie. I'm rating the book. <clears throat> right. Yes. My bad. David's rating okay. the book. We're rating the movie. I mean, but just wouldn't it make sense for us all to rate on the one thing that we've all seen? Okay, fine. I'll rate the movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> 
Jeez. You're not allowed to be a hipster around here, David. It's outlawed. But, but that's what... Okay, I do it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so it's, it's would... zero, one, or two. Zero being don't watch it. One being watch it if you want, whatever. Two being you have to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go with two because I think it's culturally important. I think it's important for people to recognize exactly why um, we have the coronavirus. And it's because of of how much of a crime this movie was. Um, I firmly believe that this movie caused the coronavirus pandemic. It's God um, sending his wrath for, it's like the Tower of Babel. Um, of, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have to be punished. Because really, at the end of the day, we're all responsible for the fact that this movie exists. Okay, huh? we didn't we protest enough. No, it wasn't, it, we, it, we could have done like Sonic the Hedgehog, and we could have made them change their ways. But we oh, I wanted. We tried. We tried to make the animation less of a fever dream, but really, it's just they thought that this is what we wanted. So something about what we've been doing as as a society convinced the directors that we would want this. We needed to march on Tom Hooper's house, but we didn't. We didn't like, organize. Not to blame the victims, which is all of us, <laughs> but really we are the perpetrators. Okay. Um, okay. So I was planning on watching this movie before, before we decided to do it for the podcast, just out of like morbid curiosity. Everyone had told me it's not even like fun to watch bad. It's just bad. And they were right. Um, so to people that were like me, who were like, I'll watch it just for the laughs. There aren't any laughs, be warned, do not watch it. It's a waste of your time. <laughs> so is that a zero from you, David? That is a zero. Okay. Yeah, I also give it a zero um, because I just, I can't, I cannot in good conscience suggest that someone subject themselves to this horrible horrible experience um yeah i just yeah i don't it's a don't watch like you're not missing anything i mean i i guess maybe my feelings are a little bit skewed because i'm like a a masochist and i like suffering or at least i guess that's what i told myself because that's my permanent state it's a franchise if you want to call it that of something that you like it's a it's a property that you already have feelings for so watching it maybe is even if it's terrible you still get something out of it if you're not interested in cats then don't watch it yeah but i mean also it's just like if ever you're like thinking like man shit just couldn't get worse then you just watch the movie and for a moment it is worse and then the movie's over and everything seems so much better because you're not still watching cats. I will say, when it ended, <laughs> I thought, man, I'm so happy this is over. I was very <laughs> happy when it ended. See? I was like, this is a nice feeling. <laughs> I can yeah. get used to this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's just like you do it for the come up afterwards. You're like, yeah. I see. Okay. You, no, you, still you, don't do able, it. Still, still don't do it. You're able to feel <laughs> all of that rage that's been that's been building inside you. All the rage, all the anger, all of the frustration at life, and and it just can't be kept at bay because you're so angry at this movie. So you just spill all your negativity onto the movie, and then afterwards, it's like you've just taken a rejuvenating bath. 
And the toxic part of you that wanted to watch Cats before you started the movie is now dead. Even, even with your two, with both of us giving it a zero, the score for this movie is 0.6 repeating, um, which means the score is 0.666, and that is very appropriate. Don't watch this <laughs> hellish movie. <laughs> but the wait, cats are from hell, like you were to get saying. Vote, right? They're no. here. No. They're cats. They're actually the, the authority on this topic. Listen, that would be... Unless your cats can come up to the screen and in their own voices say numbers, they don't get a voice. Okay, give me a second. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's trying to rig the election. Just like <laughs> Joseph Biden. <laughs> Joseph Gosh. Biden. Uh, Come here. I'm here. Filth, the filthy Dems. Jeez. <laughs> okay. The fact that you're in public right now makes yeah, this very. If someone walked by with me just sitting on a sidewalk going, the filthy Dems. Okay, Molly, what's your rating? <laughs> Hey, Molly, what's your rating? What's your rating, Molly? Molly, what's the rating? <laughs> this what is some good want? audio content. <laughs> <laughs> what are you <laughs> One. See, she voted. She no, gave it she, a one. she didn't. <laughs> she not, did. She gave it a one, which is watch it if you want to. So it's not even like... That only raises you- <laughs> the score to... Uh, Hold on. I, I don't have the math. Uh, 0.75. We still don't even get to a one, which is a walk. Okay, hold on. Let me get Ambrosia. To. Ambrosia, come here. Come here. Come here. Wake up. Come here. You- She's too lazy. She would have given it a zero anyway. We know her. Even if she had given it a one, it still would have been a 0.8. So I think the <laughs> the best answer is 0.666. Don't watch this movie unless you want to burn in hell. Can I just say, okay, but I do want to burn in hell though. Okay. Well then watch the movie. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, well okay. Hang on, John. You're not allowed to say that because your score wasn't watch it if you want to. Your score was don't watch it. They heard you get political. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just saying. They heard me talking about Joseph Biden rigging the elections. <laughs> I like the way you keep saying Joseph Biden. See, I like calling people by their names, but not the way that they go by them. I think it's very funny. Um, for instance, Robert Evans from Behind the Bastards, he's Bob Evans. It's, it's good. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I really don't like when people do that because I, I, I use like, like my, my legal name is Natalia, but I've never, ever been called that. Not even by my parents. Ooh, I'm going to start. So, no, you're not. I call you Mickey know Mouse. How I know you want to know how I know because um, people don't think about me when I'm not there. So you're going to forget like by tomorrow. Well, well next time I see you, I'm going to think you're going to forget. Natalia. You're going to forget. I, I say Michael Mouse instead of Mickey Mouse. I am manifesting <laughs> that we're going to forget. You know, Natalie, I actually was thinking about the fact that your name is Natalia all of last week. Hmm. I don't know why. It yeah. was just on my mind. Because you it's hate a, me? No. 
No, that's definitely not why. Because it's it's Natalie. Like, like I, I I try. I really have tried to let people call me Natalia. But I don't know. It just it's not my like. I won't respond to it. Like it's. It like feels one, it feels like if you have the name Natalia, you must be Russian. Um, and you have to be a dancer. No, that's Natasha. Natasha is the Russian form of Natalie. No, Natalia, Natalia still feels Russian. No one talks about how my name is actually Davidson, and I just go by David. It's short for Davidson. Davidson. Davidson? That's definitely a lie, though. The episode's over, by the way. The episode's <laughs> over. Like, we finished a while ago. <laughs>